0: Hi, this is CJSF 90.1 Burnaby. Life's a struggle, and then you die. Maybe with a degree. And it may be a struggle, but we're all struggling. This is It's a Struggle, for the Peak Speaks podcast done in collaboration with CJSF. It's a Struggle is a segment where we talk about the day-to-day inconveniences of everyday life with a twist. I'm your host for today, Andrew Petter's long-lost grandmother? Winona Young, the arts editor on The Peak. On today's episode of It's a Struggle, SFU edition, we have two new guests. Would you two like to introduce yourself?
1: Hi there. I'm Captain America's newest
2: love interest, Jerome Albus, the Promotions Coordinator for The Peak. Hi. I'm the newest African child that Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt adopted, Yula Berra, Staff Writer at The Peak.
0: (laughs) It's a Struggle is a segment where we talk about the day-to-day inconveniences of everyday life, and on today's episode, we're struggling with making friends on a commuter campus, and making friends in general. So, Yul, what are you struggling with today?
2: Whew, how much time we got?
0: Mm, I don't know. I don't know.
2: <laughs> all right, well, I'll try to keep it concise. Um, I mean, February is here. January's done. I, Midterms, all of the crazy, hectic things that that brings. But I think just struggling with learning how to balance, you know, taking care of my academics and making friends on campus.
0: Yeah. One of the things, at least, that I find is super difficult about being on a mountain for university, it's like it's a commuter campus. People come and go like people don't kind of want to keep their head down, like not talk like I don't know. I it's a struggle for me.
1: For means of uh, context, what year are you guys in? Because I'm in my sixth year at leaving university, but I feel like I've done a pretty good job of get making my way for myself. What about
2: you guys?
0: Yeah, no, I'm in my third year, so I'm just kind of, like, right about halfway of just, like, I'm in the midst of, like, my university education. What are you,
2: Well, you know, I'm kind of like, like, Jerome in my last year at SFU, and it's just been really interesting because just, like... I,
0: Ooh, sorry. Oh, sorry. No, because I didn't think I did want to ask... Are you guys local students or international students? Because
2: I'm an international student. Oh, well, I mean, that adds a different layer to mm. the student experience, but I'm a local student. How about you, Joan? I'm also a local student. Mm.
0: So you guys are like born and raised here in Vancouver? So yes. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So at least funny thing right off the bat, do you keep in touch with your high school friends? Well, that's...
2: <laughs> to sum it all up, yes and no. Okay. I, I have some friends from high school that I keep in contact with, but I've been blessed with having friends since I was five years old that mm. I keep in contact with all the time. So... Yeah,
1: I only keep in contact with, like, a select few that I really like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I've had a lot more friends, you know, grow from university relationships.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, at least for me, because, well, obviously international kid, like, at least, like, going in here, like, the stakes are really high to, like, yeah. make friends, because it's, like, at least, like, feeling pretty isolated at, like, at SFU and just kind of a commuter campus in general. Like, oh, I don't really have anybody to talk to, like, on campus. But, like, for international students, it's very, like, I don't have any t- I don't have anybody to talk to, anywhere, mm-hmm. or at least within like the next like th- like thousand mile radius. Um, so if anything, I've kept a lot in touch, at least with my like high school friends. I didn't have that many high school friends <laughs> in, to begin with, but like it was a core like five that like I've like stuck through like ride or die. Like these people have been with me for a really long time. Um, one thing I do want to expand on is how have you guys have kept a balance, at least with being sure that you're close with your high school friends and, like, kind of pre-college friends and versus making new ones?
2: Mm. Well, you know, something I've learned recently, and it's so funny because I was just having a conversation about this in the Peak Office, is that just because you're friends with someone for a certain amount of years doesn't mean you need to still be friends with them. Mm. Um, People grow, people, you know, just fall apart. It's just life. We just grow and travel different journeys, and you're going to meet different people on these journeys. And so I think the notion of, wanting to remain loyal to somebody simply because of how many years you've invested is kind of silly if you ask me i don't know what do you think drone i
1: think that's a good point i think i remember seeing someone say on instagram that like the amount of energy that you have moving into your like mid-20s as you're getting to the point where you graduate you can't really spend it on people that aren't going to invest time into you mm-hmm. so even for me like i also try really hard to schedule my life that people that want to spend time with me spend time with me and the Mm. people that I want to spend time with, I spend time with. Um, There definitely are people that you know, you will meet, that you really want to try to make a relationship with. But I know that people end up kind of realizing who their real friends are when, you know, you had a little bit of time to become an adult within university. Mm. You don't really like sit around hoping people are going to talk to you. You kind of try your own to like talk Mm. to people, you know?
0: Mm. You talked at least about kind of becoming an adult uh, in university which i feel like i'm still struggling with honestly Fair enough, but yeah. at least when you guys like first kind of came because you guys are like are at like the end of your university degree like while i'm kind of in the middle of it um how was it at least like kind of first couple weeks like as like a very like wide-eyed like naive frosh just coming into like the huge like academic quadrangle being like i want to make some friends today like how was at least like that journey of like from like you guys like very secure in yourselves like fourth like fourth and sixth years to like first year like little Jerome
2: and little like little Yule <laughs> well you know it's so funny because I love people and no one would ever believe me saying this but when I first came to SFU, I was not trying to make any friends. I <laughs> no, I realized how much money I needed to raise to pay for tuition, mm-hmm. and none of these friends were going to pay that back. So right. I needed to focus on my studies, and I think that really hindered me in terms of expanding and really mm-hmm. meeting new people because I was so caught up with midterms and term papers, and yeah. that's being res- a responsible student. But... You know, your social life is just as important.
0: Yeah. For you, it was, like, this is not SFU's best friend race. Like, this is, like... Exactly.
2: (laughs) This is why I'm still going to get me to a good, like, master's program race. You know what I mean?
1: And it's funny, too, that you said that about your first year because I felt the exact same way. Because moving from high school into university, it's the biggest shift you don't Mm. actually realize. And it's until you... Like, for me, I, like... I really struggled with a lot of my first year exams because I didn't know the study habits because in uni- in high school, rather, you end up just learning inside your classroom, whereas in university, you learn outside the classroom and you go to your lecture to actually compound that learning. But I didn't know that in my first semester, so I ended up just like trying really hard not to fail out of school. Um, It only got to my third year where I realized how to actually study, Mm. and then I found that after figuring out my study habits, I could actually like hang out with people and really like devote time to that. Mm. But also, for me, I also realized that university is something you come to find yourself in. So if you kind of go into it, investing all your time into just studying, you're not going to make any friends. But also, if you spend your entire university time just making friends, you're never going to graduate and you're never going to leave. So it's a matter of, like, Mm -hmm. figuring out that balance, I guess.
0: But, yeah, no, you kind of touched upon it a little bit of finding a balance between, like, making friends and, like, going to, like, lectures. Because at least one thing that's super dangerous about, like, classes, especially being, like, a stupid little first year, you could skip classes Mm -hmm. to go hang out with people. Did you guys ever feel that, like... like thing of FOMO like fear of missing out like if I don't like go to this lecture then I could maybe like hang out with this really cool person like I really want to be friends with Mm
2: -hmm. I'm gonna sound like such a mean like jerk but I really did not care about anybody (laughs) (laughs) else I was was here for myself and I remember people asking me like now that I think about it I was kind of mean people would you know be so sincere and say hey you want to come eat lunch with us and I wouldn't be a flat out jerk and be like no but I would say ah not really but thanks for asking
0: you sound like a really like mean you sound at least like your past Sound like a really mean contestant on The Bachelor, just like I'm not here to make friends. Ooh, <laughs> that,
2: that was literally I am the, the villain on every single reality T V oh show. Like I, I was mm-hmm. not here to make any friends and I think, you know, part of that I, I still champion and still celebrate because when it comes to my work I'm very serious and I mm-hmm. don't tolerate distractions, especially negative ones. However, I love people. And I love every single type of person, and I love hearing about their lives and what what makes them tick and what makes them happy. And so you're never going to expand on that if you're always going to have your nose in your books, right?
0: Okay, well, speaking of loving people, uh, (laughs) I want to hear horror stories of, like, trying to make friends that went horribly wrong. Mm. Like, I have a few, but I would definitely want to hear from you guys first.
1: Jeez. Um... (laughs) Well, for context, I used to be the president of a social club here at SFU. The
0: largest social club at SFU, mind you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So
1: I spent basically my entire time trying to make friends with people. Mm. But the thing is, if you're part of a club or if you're in leadership of anything, really, people look up to you and they expect a certain kind Mm. of thing from you. And I guess that can kind of go back to you being a regular person and and you trying to make friends and people kind of expecting something from you. Mm. So... This one person in particular... When was this? When was this? This was last year, actually. Last year? Particularly, oh. yeah. Yikes. Um They essentially was not... They weren't happy by just the way I did a certain thing. Um, and I can't really go into details for it because it's pretty obvious who I'd be talking about. Mm. But essentially, it got to the point where... Um, Every time I would see them and try to say hi, it would just be, like, the immediately either ignore, swerve me in the hallway, or, like, the very, like, passive-aggressive kind of, like, note on the club page. So, ever since then, it's still been kind of awkward because I follow them on Instagram. And Do they follow yeah, you? Yeah, that's they cool. still follow me, too, on Instagram. <laughs> okay, that's, but,
0: that's so, all that matters. So,
1: yeah. it's kind of it's like, oh, yeah, they like me you can't see the air quotes i just did but they like me <laughs> but it's like we're never going to like go buddy buddy and go to dinner together in in, in a while from now that sucks
0: hmm. what about you you like have there, have you ever been put in a position or i don't know like you're in a big lecture hall and you're like this person looks kind of cool like i'm going to try to talk to them like hey, yeah
2: you know? i think you know i remember second year i forget it was either english 203 or 205 i was having lunch with somebody and in mid conversation, they started eating a banana without peeling it. And so I, <laughs> Whoa! I, you know, I, if you, you, you guys know me, you, we're all friends. But I love people and I'm so kind. But when I'm in shock, my face always, <laughs> always betrays me. And so I just walked away. I moved to the wow. opposite side of the table, huh? and that that was really weird. But you know what else is kind of weird is that. Sometimes when I'm talking to people or, like, if I wear a sweater that says surfboard or if I wear a Kendrick Lamar sweater like I'm wearing today and I talk to people, sometimes this, like, weird black scent comes out out of nowhere oh. and I'm just Aww. like... Oh, from
0: out of you from them? From
2: them. Definitely oh. from them. Definitely from them. You know, and, I, like, obviously I'm, a, I'm one of the very, you know, well, there's, there's quite a number of black students, but I'm, I'm one of the few and I don't I never really know how to bounce back from that. And so I just shake my head and smile and walk away. So What's the worst story? The worst story. Huh. Well, you see, you know, I'll just say this.
0: Well, one, were they white?
2: Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> Anyways, I remember having it was a couple of years ago. I remember having a, a group project, a group presentation, rather. And we all did a really good job. But I just remember there's this one individual. She was a white girl. Mm. <clears throat> oh, and she Becky. Yeah, oh. exactly. But yeah, we would get really excited about our, uh, our presentation and we would talk about, you know, the the things that we were supposed to be talking about in our tutorial for our presentation. And this black cent would come out of nowhere just in the, in the midst of practicing and rehearsing our presentation. So, for instance, if we were talking about, I don't know, laws, c- certain laws and how they differ in Canada and how they differ in America and other, you know, countries within Western society... She would be like, "Ooh, that's ratchet," and I would just look at her and like try my best not to have my face betray me, which I'm sure it did. Uh, but yeah, I just we would talk about it and be, like, and she would just say things like, "Ooh, girl, snap!" Like it would just be really cringe, like did really cringy. Did she pick up on it? I, I mean, I you would think so, right? But she just, she just kept doing it and doing it, and I never want to be the type of person that's like that perpetuates the notion of just being like a really cynical angry black man so mm. i just kind of have to just you know roll with the punches and give becky her 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 uh, her <laughs> award of just you know.
1: to contextualize too uh have we mentioned to uh the listeners that we are people
0: of color here
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it is, there
0: is a certain lack of white people in this office
2: so yeah it's just navigating different types of behaviors that you know, when people act weird, but you kind of can figure out why they're acting in a, in, a, in that weird, nuanced manner, it's one thing. But when people just act weird and you have no, you don't even have an inkling of an idea of why, then it's just like, all right, this is weird. Like, let me remove myself from the situation. But when you're in a classroom, and especially a, a tutorial presentation and you're in a group, that's kind of hard to do.
0: Oh, my God. No, that sounds...
2: What horror stories do you have when you? Yeah, Well, spell since the T.
0: Since you're asking, none of it is as dramatic at least as like power struggles within an organization or just like mm-hmm. banana eating people.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> but, like, I can't even.
0: But I remember I do remember at least for one class there was a kind of like weird looking like what? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, weird looking white boy that I was like kind of into. So I was like, "You know what? I'll just go and try and, like talk to him." His name was like Pine.
2: First that wasn't time. his last name. No, that was his first oh, name. No. Like unrelated to Chris Pine.
0: Well, no, actually, I don't want to say his actual name. That's why. Oh, oh, oh. I don't, it, was I see, okay. it was something. It was
2: something tree <laughs> themed Yeah, oh, okay. we'll leave it
0: at that. Um, and then he's talking to me because he was saying about like, oh yeah, I'm taking this course. It's elective. Blah, blah blah. And I'm like second year eager. I'm like, okay, I think like I didn't do it last semester, but like I can definitely like talk to people this semester. And it's because especially it was like a big classroom. So I'm like, oh yeah. So like, what are you majoring in? Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm like in uh, geography. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's totally awesome. I love rocks and like I never really (laughs) like.
1: And then he was
0: like, and then he took a solid pause and he was like, that's geology. (laughs) And I'm like, Uh, we saw each other for the rest of the semester. We were on the same bus, at least like commuting to campus he would avoid eye, all eye contact with so me. Good. Um I haven't seen him on Tinder. I'm not on Tinder, but still. Like, uh, That's uh well, his loss. Funny. Oh, yeah. He, we his, all know Winona. True.
2: Yeah, That's you. a huge loss, right? What's
0: it called? But at least, that was one of my few hor- small horror stories, but um, what well, about success stories? Like, have you guys ever, like, met somebody in a tutorial or, like... Oh, my, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You say that as if you, like, met
1: someone, like, in a tutorial. Well, not a tutorial, but more, like, just from school in general. It's so funny, because... Like
2: SFU? Yeah,
1: which is funny, because, like, even though SFU is a community campus, I met so many people, just because, well, I'm in communication, so kind of my degree is basically to talk to people, Mm -hmm. but what's more surprising is that Mm -hmm. a lot of people in communication are uh, attached to one another in one way or the other. It's kind of that, like, two degrees of separation kind of thing, so... I met basically this one person that is friends of a friend of a friend through Twitter from whatever. Okay. Essentially, I am now friends with like 80% of the communications student body. <laughs> all because of my friend tweeting at one dude about his hair back when we were in high school. Wow. Which is Which is really weird. And now I happen to have like all these really good friends that I have uh,
2: really, really made a lot of good friendships with. But yeah, what about you, Yule? You know, I'm gonna be the cornball, and I don't care. My well, only, su- you know, <laughs> what does that mean? Cornball is just like a corny guy who's gonna say something really oh, cliche. And like, I was like, cornball. <laughs> Can we say that on air? <laughs> 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 no, but I think you know, my greatest success story, my favorite is the peak. Aww. And I'm not, and I'm not trying to even be like silly or just, you know, this is a promoted post. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a plug, but it's a plug. No, <laughs> but for real, I remember you know, just being in a really dark place this past year and a lot of horrible things happening and uh, just want, wondering where I fit in. And that's the thing. That's the craziest thing. I have always been a very confident individual, you know, not not Kanye confident, but confident nonetheless. And I just remember being lost and mm. trying to ascertain, like, where I fit in. It's just all of these different feelings that I never really had to navigate before. Um, and I remember seeing this email by chance from somebody, from an old editor saying, you know, The Peak newspaper is hiring. And I've been giving, you know, I've been a contributor of The Peak for a number of years and I remember just thinking why not? Like, apply. And I got the role as staff writer and you know, Winona, who's the arts editor and Jerome, who's my new best friend. Oh, they're all my best friends. Yeah, they're all all my best friends. (laughs) I just, seriously, not even just in terms of them sharpening my writing skills or All of the other, you know, there's an amalgamation of things I can say with The Peak, but the one greatest, like my favorite factor of The Peak is how close that everyone is and how we respect one another Mm -hmm. for our differences, for our similarities, for who we are. And I have found, it's taken me a number of years, but I found my home at SFU. And Mm. seriously, like the the, the notion of having a family outside of your family is, Mm. is what I found in The Peak. Aww. For real, so, so that's my success story. Mm. I feel the love.
0: No, that's so sweet. Like at least kind of that's big as. No, at least you talking about like finding community and finding a family outside your family is super important. Yeah. Um, because I feel like especially like, I don't know about like how like, if just if we were going to like go by specific numbers, like how many years did it take, or how many months, or how long did it take you guys to think, oh, I have a community friends, or, like, I have a community here at SFU?
2: Five years for me. It took me a minimum of two. Minimum of two? Oh,
0: wow.
1: Yeah. Well, for, it's funny because I, re- I got really lucky. I think mm. w- what matters the most mm. um, within making uh, friends on a community campus is c- a little bit of luck and also mm. kind of throwing yourself out there and hoping it works. Um, I Before I ended up getting my presidency at my social club, I ended up joining by accident. And getting into their executive positions. So then, when I joined and I met all these people, it was like, oh, there are people that will actually like get to know you because of some small things that we all happen to have in common. So my club is called CAC, which is the Canadianization club. So we all happen to be Asians. Um, so that was one thing that we had in common. But we all just really enjoyed, you know, hanging out and just eating food and just like getting to be social and um after that, I kind of like threw that on to everyone else is like as long as I can make a place for people to hang out and really mm. meet me as someone who can give you um that option, it it kind of blossoms from there, you know,
0: yeah, no, I definitely get what you mean about it takes a lot of putting yourself out there, but also it does definitely take a bit of luck because yeah. like at least my one like like very successful story actually happened in like the first like the third week of uh me at sFU like. There was this girl in my tutorial, you know her. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll call we'll call her Yellow Hat um,
2: she, <laughs> no, no,
0: because she like she always wears like a yellow beanie. Um, but if anything, she and I were like on the same like sky train, and I was like, oh, like we kind of made eye contact, like, oh yeah, like I've seen you around. Like, but if anything, she was always sitting with a guy, so I assumed that was her boyfriend. Mm. Um, but like we walk in tutorial together, and she's like, and like Yellow Hat's like. Like goes to the other side of the room aside from the guy and i'm like okay like i'll sit next to her and i, and I kind of go in and i'm like yo isn't like aren't you gonna sit next to him and she goes mm-hmm. and, um <laughs> and then after like we leave like and then after we leave i'm like dude what happened because we're like on our way to like lecture after a tutorial and she goes, oh, my God, he and I had the biggest break. I can't even, like, talk to him. I can't even look at him. Like, dude, it's so crazy, blah, blah, blah. And then she'll be, like, her entire, like, two-year love story on the way from, like... From, like From, like, WMC to, like, Saywell Hall. Like, that's about a good, like, 10-minute walk. And, like, I have, like, barely talked to this girl. But if anything, it was also crazy because, if anything... She, I, I had also gone through a breakup at least that summer and then we really bonded over that. And then she introduced me to like my first club at SFU, uh, SFU Peak Frequency, like, like SFU's premier music club, small plug. Um, <laughs> and at least from there I got like, it was like my first kind of like dipping into like the SFU community of like people. Yeah. Of like going to community campus being like, oh, there's like other people who also feel the same way as me and also who also want to try to make friends and do something cool about it too. Like, yeah. yeah. awesome.
1: Um, it seems to me that everyone kind of uh, has their success stories from things that they've jumped into or organizations that they've kind of been a part of, or clubs, or just being kind of lucky. So it seems like all of us have made our success stories in making friends by joining a club, um, meeting someone in a tutorial, uh, uh, joining a certain institution or, or, or workplace over in campus. Mm-hmm. Um, from that what would you uh, to say to your younger selves that was struggling to make friends what would you say to you know give advice to yourself if you had to or had a chance
2: honestly this is something that I don't know if it's like God given or if it's something my parents instilled in me at a very young age but I've always respected my self worth I think that we live in a world where people continuously you know, perpetuate these notions of oh, no, 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 you need, to, you need to pander to the interests of the other person all the time or oh, you need to dim your light so that other people can shine brighter. And I think that's not just in friendships, that's in relationships, that's in workplace dynamics and I've always respected myself and that means respecting others and respecting yourself. And when it comes to friendships, you know, when you are yourself, and when you are kind and compassionate, and are just a real, genuine, sincere person, and you don't have to hide who you are, that's when you'll make your best friends. I, I'm not very old at all. I'm a very young person, and I, I'm not. I would certainly not consider myself wise. But when you are just yourself, and you respect yourself, and you respect others, and it sounds so, again, corny, but that's that's when you make real friends, and. So when you are, I remember being younger and coming, you know, t- to campus and seeing that I didn't really make any friends. I, that's, that's what would, you know, allow me to keep going. I realized that if I, you know, didn't really see myself connecting with people, I wouldn't force anything. And especially if I met somebody and they weren't necessarily the nicest person, I, I don't need a friend that bad. I, I have enough self-respect. And so just respect for yourself and others. That's my advice.
0: Okay, I won't say it. Like, feel free, you guys feel free to jump in whenever, but I definitely love your idea of respecting yourself because I feel like one of the big things that I really should have mentioned. Drones doing the voguing right now. <laughs> I didn't even know. Um, but uh, my big thing is just becoming best friends with myself. Like, really like that being, part.
1: preach honey (laughs) no
0: really like being myself it's not even not even more of a thing of like oh I really need to love myself right now more like (laughs) I need to I I realize I need to like love the stuff that I do so whether that's like writing for the peak or like going to like my club's events or like laughing at my own jokes or going to movies by myself like because at least like once you're once you're best friends with yourself you're not really ever like you're alone but you're not lonely you know what I mean
1: absolutely yeah that's that reminds me of you probably exactly know what I was thinking about, but a queer icon RuPaul would always tell every drag race mm-hmm. queen, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? Can we get an amen up in here? Amen. 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah, uh, I, well, I'm an extrovert. So for me, mm-hmm. I make a lot of my friends, or rather I get a lot of energy from people. So I just am very bubbly, and I like to kind of put that out there. Um, that would say the same probably for me back in my first year but i would say tr- don't change yourself for anyone else yeah. especially when you come to university i thought that moving into university or even moving into a new place of work or just moving into a new setting that i had to change myself because you know i thought oh this is a fresh new start no one knows me i might as well try my best to you know be the quote-unquote better version of myself but by doing that i was lying to myself i was lying to people and how can I let people realize that I'm being an honest and genuine person if I don't do that for myself? So, wow. you know, yeah, preach that to <laughs> yeah, myself. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, as long as as long as uh, you remain genuine to yourself, people will want to gravitate to you. Yeah. You know, as everyone kind of has their own energy to themselves, whether that be a loving energy, or maybe more introverted, maybe more chill energy. People will always gravitate towards you because of who, who you are because of who you are yeah. exactly yeah yeah and you don't have to be extroverted like me to make friends you know people are introverted people like like to kind of keep to themselves but there are people that share your interests and you'll come across them sooner or later it just takes a little bit of time a little bit of luck and also <laughs> fill in the blank here guys <laughs> I don't and, know. On, and
0: also faith, trust, and little pixie there
1: yeah. we go
0: <laughs> <laughs> and on that questionable trademark of a note Uh, We're setting off at least today for The Peaks. It's a struggle. This has been CJSF 90.1 FM Burnaby, and thank you for all listening.
1: Love you, bye! Until
0: next week!